Thanks for listening to this OCRFM podcast. Head to ocrfm.org.au to find more great content and information about how to donate and support this community radio station. Good afternoon, Delight, and welcome to the show that is sugary spiceness and everything niceness on OCRFM, which is 98.3 across the Colacan District, 88.7 FM along the coast, and streaming online at ocrfm.org.au. How's it going, Max? Good. We're uh, back in the studio again, two weeks running. This has got to be a world record, surely, after all this COVID <laughs> lockdown stuff. Uh, how's your week been? Yeah, good. Getting up to mischief or... Uh, mm, haven't been doing much. Haven't been, so, yeah, yeah, just school and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do we got this week? We've got um, book week. Does your school do book week stuff? Yeah. Yeah, got I don't any... know if we're going to be actually doing what we usually do, but... Mm-hmm. What's yeah, the usual plan? Like, usually we all gather in um, either the gym or... Um, the courtyard. Yep. But, um, eh, don't know. <laughs> yeah. Have you got, do you get to have a dress up sort yeah. of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm lucky in that regard too. I think we're allowed to do the dress up side of stuff and we'll have small gatherings. We won't have a whole school thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be, yeah, an outdoor affair in grades as opposed to <laughs> a whole school altogether. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that'll be a bit different, but uh, you're a bit of an avid reader, or? Oh, yeah. Got a favourite book that Mm -hmm. captures your imagination for the week? Or have you got any plans for Book Week costume? Don't know. We haven't really been talking about it (laughs) at school much. No, it's probably all on the back burner with just getting back to school. Yeah. Yeah. We only found out we're going on a little camp last week. Yep. Whereabouts? Um, Hall's Gap. Oh, nice. Instead of Canberra. Yeah, Canberra might be a little bit out of the way at the moment. Yeah. There you go. Well, we better get straight into uh, the show today because uh, while we continue to uh, pink up Colac with our show, uh, our What's New is probably going to melt away if we don't uh, have a look at it straight up. What's New, Dokie. So, what have we got that is new on the shelf this week? Or new in the freezer, I guess. It's a new ice cream flavour. Mm-hmm. It's Ruse, ruby chocolate with um, ruby and raspberry made with ruby chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a, a magnum. So, uh, we've gone with, yeah, pink, pink what's new on the shelf, which is pretty lucky too. Uh-huh. And uh, so it's got, we, we talked about ruby chocolate uh, oh, a couple of weeks into the COVID restrictions, Yeah, I think, or was it pre-lockdown? Uh, chocolate, chocolate, and more chocolate. 
I, think I can't remember. Everything's pre, blended in. Pre-COVID. Yeah. So it's not just that the chocolate is pink. It's actually from the ruby cocoa bean. Yeah. So this is a special breed of cocoa bean that is pink. Yeah. Naturally. Uh-huh. Um, so you open it up there. What are you noticing? It's like, what colour would you say that is? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost maroon. Like a light maroon, if there was such a thing. Uh-huh. Um, it's probably, yeah, it's probably got a, a very specific name that I can't think of. We'll call it ruby chocolate colour. How does that sound? Yeah. <laughs> but um, on our wheel of pink, yeah, I'm thinking it's it's definitely a shade of pink, but it's kind of a, a deeper red. It's more of the red, but even then it's kind of a dark, dark pink. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the official terminology, but um, packaging tells us that uh, 95% of this is going to be white chocolate ice cream with raspberry-flavoured swirl through the centre, um, and it's coated in ruby chocolate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, let's nibble on in and find out what's inside the ruby chocolate magnum. Go on for the crunch there, Max. Not ruby chocolates, strong. Strong, strong flavour. Mm-hmm. We were um, trying our best to work out exactly how to describe ruby chocolate flavour because milk chocolate, everyone's pretty much got their head around. Dark chocolate, we know it's got that more intense cocoa flavour. White chocolate is a creamier taste, but ruby chocolate was kind of a sweet, sour, bitter in between. Mm-hmm. It is a very strong chocolate outer layer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a reasonably solid outer layer as well, to be honest. Yeah. Often chocolate-dipped ice cream is a very thin uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. But this is, um, yeah, it's kind of a, a a thick layer of chocolate on the outside. You're down to the ruby swirl there now, I can see. What's it tasting like? Mm-hmm. It's... Good. <laughs> Tastes like the raspberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> gives it, I think, the creaminess of the ice cream. It gives it almost a, um, uh, it's a very sweet jab of flavour. Mm-hmm. The raspberry is really, the, this whole ice cream actually is a very intense flavour. Yeah. But, um, mmm. The 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 mix of the lot together. What are you thinking? If you happen to have the ruby chocolate and the ice cream and the the syrup at the same time, yeah, I I like it. But wouldn't be able to eat lots of them. (laughs) No, does it blend okay for you? Yep, it's good. (laughs) Yeah, Um, even just the chocolate on the outside. If you're a ruby chocolate fan. I think you're probably going to win people over. Yeah. It is quite decadent and fancy. But, again, because um, it's a Magnum, you've probably come to expect that from their branding. Mm-hmm. They're known as being a very fancy ice cream. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. What are we given the uh, Ruby Raspberry Magnum? I think about two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Yep. Yeah. Two out of two. I'm in agreement with you there. Well done, Magnum. It's um, probably not the best Magnum eating weather outside at the moment. Mm. 
Uh, this spring weather we've been having here in Colac's been quite wet and wild the past week, but it's uh, if you're looking to spoil yourself, this is probably something that would go down a treat. Yep. Well, while we finish that off, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back to take a look at uh, some more pink after this. <laughs> It is time and afternoon delight to share our uh, topic for this week. Now, we've given ourselves the challenge of um, looking at different sweet treats that are pink for the month of October to celebrate Pink Up Colac. Mm-hmm. We've kind of given ourselves an unofficial challenge as well to try and have pink things that aren't all just strawberry-flavoured. <laughs> because pretty much... When you think of uh, sweet foods and pink, everyone just gravitates to strawberry. Yeah. Uh, so, so far we've we've kept our end of the bargain up. What have we got this week? We've got coconut ice. Coconut ice, which, again, not technically a, a strawberry-flavoured thing. Yeah. In fact, um, do you know much about coconut ice? You had it before? Yeah. You had it before? Yeah. Um, so... I thought it might have been kind of just a, an Australian thing because, you know, we don't have snow down here. It might have been our interpretation of uh, snow. But, no, it's a British confectionery item originally. Uh-huh. Mm. So it was traditionally prepared in uh, British homes using coconut and boiled sugar syrup. Early versions had a very, very shel- short shelf life, so they didn't last very long because they would dry out and become very grainy in their texture. Sometimes they'd ferment, um, which would make them taste awful. But um, no one really knows why they're called coconut ice, other than the fact that, in my opinion, they kind of look like snowflakey bits with the... it. Yeah, they, they kind of look like a little tiny squashed-up snowball. Mm. Um. The Australian recipe that we have uses kofa, um, which is a vegetable fat kind of shortening sort of thing that we use also when we make things like chocolate crackles um, to hold them together. And that's made uh, from hydrogenated coconut oil. Um, So sometimes it's referred to as white cloud. In America, they have a similar confection, though, uh, it's called Neapolitan coconut. And that probably comes from the fact that their packaging has chocolate, like brown top, white center, and then the pink base. Ours, and the British one, is white and pink. And the f- pink food coloring is just added for effect. It doesn't have any change to the taste. Um, you get two layers, one layer of uncoloured product, the other being a pink layer, and then you slice together to make the, <sighs> the slice, I guess, yeah. the coconut ice. Um, it's got a very chewy, soft, grainy texture. Some versions are semi-hard, depending on the recipe. The one that we've got in the studio today is quite firm. Yeah. <laughs> I've had uh, sloppier versions of coconut ice before, but this is reasonably firm. Um, but yeah, as well as being um, available in Britain and Australia and America, it's also available in New Zealand and some parts of South Africa. 
But um, that's the basic history of it. Uh, as I said, I don't know why it's pink and white. If you were going to give something an ice, you'd probably go with blue. But it does make it look, you know, a little bit fancy. Yeah. <laughs> which could be uh, why it's gone with the pink food colouring. Um, there's no added flavour to it, so it's going to be that coconut flavour um, all the way through. It's the, the pink is literally just an extra layer. Mm-hmm. So on that note, if you've got any coconut ice memories or uh, fun facts and figures you'd like to share on the show today, let us know. You can text in on 0439... 329-713 or jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and we'll have a bit of a taste test and a sample after this short break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. On Afternoon Delight, it is time for us to put the spotlight on this week's topic, which, uh, as we said, is coconut ice. Mm-hmm. And so the little squares that we've got, it's kind of a traditionally made, this is a locally made coconut ice um, that's uh, made and packaged in Kilsyth, Victoria. Um, and it it's kind of ye olde fudge mm. packaging uh, and a little um, cellophane pack. But uh, as we said before the break, that it's um, got that... Firm white layer of compacted, desiccated coconut. The top layer's got a light pink. Anything else looking pretty special? Oh, it's got the coconut on top. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. A lot of <laughs> coconut ice uh, is just the the base and the pink top. It doesn't have more um, on top. <laughs> yeah. So this is dusted with desiccated coconut as well. Uh-huh. Um, now, you said you had this before. Uh-huh. S- similar sort that you've had before or looking different? Yeah, similar. Bit, bit, <laughs> bit the same? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, very, very chewy. <laughs> Extremely chewy, actually. <laughs> Ingredients-wise, we've got um, sugar. 24% of the bar is coconut, so that tells you how much sugar there is. <laughs> Of a 150 gram bar per 100 gram, it is 72% sugar. It's got white chocolate in it, and that's pretty much egg. Coconut, white chocolate, sugar. Oh. <laughs> Plenty of sugar. Uh huh. Um, it's sealed together quite nicely, like it, the, it's almost got a seam. Running through the middle of it. Yeah. And it's not crumbly, like some coconut ice can be. Mm-hmm. But um, for those that are fans of, um, if you ever baked with your grandma and uh, helped to make slices and got to lick the bowl or, uh, you know, have a spoon of condensed milk, it's that, it's, it's that sort of memory, chewing on some coconut ice. <laughs> but... Um, it's possibly not, yeah, one that you'd see shop-bought. This is very much a... It is an older-style recipe. It's kind of a Nana's cookbook <laughs> that uh, you, you don't see out on the shelf all that often. Yeah. But uh, would you campaign for a bit more coconut ice in your life? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I foolishly just put a piece in my mouth. I thought you were about to say something. All good. Um, 
but yeah, no, that's um, very, very sweet, very rich. Uh-huh. Uh, those who have sensitive teeth are probably going to have a bit of a, a pang. <laughs> um, as I said, this is a 150-gram block. comes in eight little portions. I've only had one, and that is very sickly sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, do you think you'd be able to eat much more of that in a sitting, or...? Oh, no. <laughs> Not really. A <laughs> couple of pieces. And, and that's about it. You've, you've had your fill for the day. Yep. It's probably, if you're a tea or coffee drinker, something you'd have alongside, perhaps. Yep. Or a hot chocolate. <laughs> hot chocolate and coconut ice. Uh-huh. But, uh, as I said, looks very fancy. Kind of got that marshmallow quality. It's, it's almost, if you'd never had it before and you were looking at it, you might think it's got a marshmallow top because of the pink. Like a coconut base and a marshmallow top, perhaps. Yeah. Get lulled into a false sense of, ooh, that looks tasty, which it is. <laughs> but uh, would you recommend that to uh, folks or um, have yeah. any drawbacks? Yeah. Thumbs up, thumbs down? Uh, yeah, two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs up again? Well, comparing it then to our Ruby Magnum. Um. <laughs> Both of them being kind of the higher end of... Edibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which one do you prefer, one over the other? If we had to, you know, <laughs> if someone was holding a gun to your head, which would you prefer over the two? <laughs> I don't know. Don't know? I think I'm going the Magnum, to be honest. But, yeah, <laughs> the coconut ice is quite sugary. Uh-huh. Okie dokie. Well, we'll uh, take a quick break. We'll come back with our sweetest tune. And I believe it's a uh, a request this week, Max. Is that right? Yep. Okay. We'll be back after this. It's time on Afternoon Delight for our sweetest tune, and it comes as a request this week. We're uh, mm-hmm. playing pink songs all month yep. uh, to expand your repertoire of pink knowledge, Max. And uh, this week, what have we got? It's Raise Your Glass. Raise Your Glass. So this one uh, was a request from your mum. Yep. Yep. And it comes from... Um, Pink, Max Martin and Carl Schuster so she's worked with those a couple of times Um, often if there's a Pink song that makes it into the charts they're responsible for it it's a celebration of the first decade since Pink's debut in the year 2000 Mm -hmm. Uh, it was released after the album's lead single um, in 2010 and it was acclaimed by most music critics as a um, top ten party al- anthem, becoming her third number one single. It ranked uh, number 13 in the top 40 end-of-year chart, um, which is not bad for a decade. Mm-hmm. And it's also featured in a few theatrical releases, um, What's Your Number, New Year's Eve, and the 2011 film Bridesmaids. So it's uh, very similar to some of the previous tunes that Pink has worked on with Max Martin, and um, Pink describes it as a celebration for people who feel left out from the crowd. So here it is. This is Pink 
with Raise Your Glass. That is Pink with Raise Your Glass. You've uh, got another one now under your belt, Max. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of that one? Yeah, good. Not too bad, not too bad. Yeah. I was just uh, reading, I didn't realise that that particular song was released not necessarily on an album with other tunes, but it was released on a Greatest Hits album. So they must have known something. <laughs> it was released on the Greatest Hits So Far album, which was her first Greatest Hits compilation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a bit strange to do it that way, but uh, mm-hmm. each to their own. Um, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back to share a recipe with you. I wonder what it could possibly be about. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, if you've got, um, some fun and games you want to share about coconut ice, if, uh, you've got any coconut ice memories per chance or, uh, something that sticks out to you as being of a memorable coconut ice experience, um, feel free to share 0439 329 713 or the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. But we'll be back with the recipe after this. Say hey, good looking. What you got cooking? How's about cooking something up with me? What are we teaching folks to make this week, Max? Easy coconut ice. Yeah, (laughs) this is a pretty easy recipe. We did say didn't consist of much, but uh, what do you need? 395 grams of sweetened condensed milk, three and a third of cups of icing sugar, four and one quarter cup of desiccated coconut, and one tablespoon of pink food colouring, or whatever colour you want it to be. Yeah, we want pink. We <laughs> yeah. want pink this month. <laughs> yeah. Combine sweetened condensed milk, icing sugar and desiccated coconut. Mix well, divide mixture in half. Press half into a tray lined with baking paper. Colour the remaining mixture with a few drops of pink food colouring and press the pink mixture over the white and leave it in the fridge until it's firm. And then just, yeah, (laughs) chop it up and eat it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's going to be very sugary because sweetened condensed milk is already quite sweet. Yep. But um, as I said, you can technically make it with any flavoured, um, or any colour, I should say. You could add a little bit of flavouring in there. Uh, as it is Halloween coming up, I know you can make these, if you roll them into kind of rumble um, look, they they make really good eyeballs. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. If you're looking to go down that path, of course. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is uh, an easy recipe for coconut ice. We'll stick that up. On the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. And speaking of the Facebook page, before I forget to mention it, uh, as always, if you've got any feedback or uh, the like, uh, you can head there and post it up. So last week on the show, 
uh, for our second week of Pink Up, we had a go at testing whether you can make fairy floss with jelly crystals. So a bit of science up on the page. Um, Tiana was blown away by the word centrifugal force. I don't think she'd ever heard it before. <laughs> but uh, we had some questions up there. Duh, can you make it, does it matter whether it's white sugar, caster sugar, brown sugar or raw sugar? So after a little bit of checking, uh, white sugar or raw sugar is best if you're using a fairy floss maker because it needs to heat up, then spin and dry out in that very quick process to make the fairy floss. Brown sugar tends to melt or burn because it's already half melted, if that makes sense. It's yep. very, very processed. And caster sugar can be a little bit too fine. It, it flings out the holes before it's had a chance to heat up. So, yeah, if you're using a, a fairy floss maker, white sugar or raw sugar is best for that one. Yep. And we also have the question, where do you get a fairy floss maker? Uh, we got ours at a, a local convenience store, which is going to be closing very soon. But uh, lots of electrical shops or kind of the big um, chains, anyone that sell or stock kitchen appliances like popcorn makers or milkshake makers often have um, the same range of fairy floss machines. Mm-hmm. And what else did we have there? Uh, you got a good job <laughs> comment there, Max, from uh, David for um, mixing and making jelly crystal flavoured fairy floss. Yep. And, um, oh, we had some feedback on ideas as well. So uh, Sarah sent us a message. She was recently on a mission to find some gelatin-free lollies and was talking to a friend about it. They said, uh, why not do a vegan edition of uh, the show? We could invite Felicity from Animal Nation to to help us out with that one, I think. (laughs) Because we haven't done a topic show for quite a while. Mm-hmm. We've been uh, very much based on product, 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 so we might do a, a topic show in the near future. Mm-hmm. Once all these restrictions calm down a bit, we can have more people in the studio again. But uh, there you go. So uh, if you've got any feedback on coconut ice, like those people have on the fairy floss questions and stuff on the Facebook page, uh, head to Afternoon Delight, the OCRFM Lolly Show Facebook page, and let us know if you've tried the ruby red... Uh, Magnum or Ruby Pink, <laughs> Ruby Raspberry, Ruby mm. Chocolate. Yum, yum, yum. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to travel the world and find out what is in the Colombian yum box. It is time for us to uh, check out something else from the Yum Box, and we're in the middle of Colombia at the moment, if I remember correctly. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what sweet and or savoury treats have you got for us this week, Max? White chocolate cookies and cream clusters, which mm-hmm. are crisp cookie bite bits coated in rich white cocoa. Yep. And mayonnaise potato chips, the unusually... <laughs> mayonnaise potato chips. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure if I can get my... Look, I've tasted some strange things on this show, but mayonnaise potato chips may take the cake. I would never have thought to have mayonnaise-flavoured chips. There's been some weird potato chip flavours out there for a while now. Pie and sauce, 
uh, Korean barbecue. Pringles did a whole line of strange ones there for a while. But uh, mayonnaise, who would have thunk it? We should do a show of all gross flavours. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) What's the, the most bizarre tasting lolly? That we can um, we can track down. Yeah. Okay, so which one are we starting with here? Ah, uh, the mayonnaise potato chips. Maybe. Right. Oh. Okay. So they look like any other regular packet of potato chips. Very very mm-hmm. yellow packaging. If I was looking at that, I would have been tricked into thinking it was kind of cheese and onion or something. Mm. But uh, Colombians are the mayonnaise magicians, apparently. They have invented countless variations of mayo from the seafood-ready sauce and mayo combination called salsa rosada to the garlic cilantro-style salsa diageo that's typically paired up with fried plantains. Now, again, we've spoken about plantains on uh, this show before. They kind of look like banana chips, plantains. Um, So you would dip them in this special... Um, garlic sauce but with this particular um, item from the Unbox they've gone even further and combined them both as the chip and the dip in one you don't even have to dip these in mayonnaise it is one of the country's most popular snack foods let's find out if it's going to become ours mayonnaise flavoured potato chips why would you dip Chips into <laughs> mayonnaise anyway. As we said, Colombians are crazy for the mayonnaise. Um, now, they're little tiny ruffled chips. Oh, and it says artificially flavoured on the front. Well, I hate to see them pick it off the mayonnaise tree. Okay, have a bit of a nibble on that. So, it's the tiny corrugations. Again, Australia has kind of the um, Smith's chips and stuff that have really large these traditional um, chips are very tiny corrugations yeah. jam packed with flavour mm-hmm. what do you think of the mayo flavoured chips Max? they're weird <laughs> do they taste mayonnaise a tiny bit <laughs> a tiny bit I'm getting a lot of salty chip flavour. Yeah. Um, apparently the flavour is potato, palm oil and artificial flavour. It does contain milk though, so that would be the the mayonnaise element. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really getting a strong mayonnaise taste, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I can taste more potato than mayonnaise. I was hoping my mind would be blown and mayonnaise would be my new fl- favourite flavour of chip. <laughs> But uh, that's a little underwhelming, unfortunately. Yeah. What are you uh, thinking? It's good, but not the best. But <laughs> yeah, a little. As I say, I'm not sure if you need to have armfuls and armfuls of them before you taste mayonnaise. Mm. Maybe just having a couple doesn't quite hit the spot. But uh, yeah, I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Papa Oradio, <laughs> your mayonnaise potato chips haven't quite hit the spot for me. Thumbs up, thumbs down? Uh, one thumb up. One thumb up, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's see if Bianchi and their white chocolate cookie cream clusters can can fix our uh, almost disappointment. Um, now, every hero has their origin story. For Super, which is the company behind Colombia's famous Bianchi brand, 
Their story starts in 1948. Back then, the company was called Superman. And it consisted of eight people making coconut candy. A lot has changed in the years since. They've gained over 1,600 employees, trimmed the name down from Superman into just Super, and started to make chocolate. So these are white chocolate cookies and cream clusters, and I don't know whether they're going to be Superman's kryptonite or not. So they have a candy coating to them of sugar, skim milk, soy, and some artificial flavouring. The cookie bites themselves are wheat flour based and have a mix of sugars and all sorts of stuff. Oh, they, they really are. As soon as I open the pack, I could smell like yogurt flavour. Yogurt flavour? Yeah. So it's, yeah, a white cocoa outside. They look like popcorn that's been dipped in white chocolate if it was burnt popcorn. Because yeah. <laughs> that's the the little flecks of dark chocolate. Yeah. So white chocolate cookie and cream clusters. But it's only the white. I was getting tricked. I thought it was going to be um, white chocolate biscuit, but it's actually the cookie. If you think Oreo darkness, that's the cookie bits that are then coated in white chocolate. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, they're bizarre looking. Yeah. Look like little bits of asteroid. <laughs> What's your thoughts? He's going for the munch and the crunch. There's little pieces of biscuit in the middle. Mmm. It's not as chewy as the coconut ice that we had earlier. Mm. It's a bit more melt in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But it's still got that cookie crunch. If yep. you're a fan of cookies and cream style uh, desserts and the like, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Thumbs up, thumbs down? I might do like one and a half. One and a half? Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah. It's not. It's it's certainly more flavourful than the mayonnaise potato <laughs> chips. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, we've got a couple of minutes. We might try and sneak in some uh, Colombian trivia. Did you want to try oh. and knock some of those out? I'll let you um, see if you can rattle my brain. Yep. So, in Colombia, hot. Cocoa isn't complete without A. Cinnamon B. Ketchup C. Cheese D. Mayo Ooh, now considering we've just had mayonnaise as one of the flavourings, would you have hot chocolate and mayo though? <laughs> hmm. They've got some odd tastes. I'm going to say mayonnaise. Nah. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Cheese. Hot chocolate and cheese, okay. Yeah, who needs marshmallows when you have cheese? <laughs> I wonder if it's a special type of cheese, because mm-hmm. surely it wouldn't. Okay. Number six is Columbia's Cano Crystals River. A. Produces diamonds. B. Floods every Christmas. C. Contains deadly sharks. Or D, change its colour. 
Now, I wonder if this is the pink river. I know we've talked about the pink dolphins. Because uh, it's got crystal in its name, I'll say it produces crystals. No. Dang. Oh. It floods every Christmas. Wow, there you go. Yeah. That's probably not the best Christmas <laughs> gift you could ever want. Mm, it's called Liquid Rainbow. Liquid Rainbow. Ah, mm. okay. Columbia's national sport involves A, speed diving to the ocean floor, B, kicking a rubber ball at cactuses, C, tossing discs and exploding targets, D, surfing on the Amazon. Now, I was thinking it was going to have something to do with soccer. The only, the closest that comes to soccer is there is kicking rubber balls at cactuses. Um, I'll go with the exploding flying discs. You're right. It's Yay. tossing discs at... <laughs> tossing discs at exploding targets. Wow. <laughs> You'd have to be quick. Uh-huh. Stand back and throw <laughs> run. <laughs> Colombia is one of three countries where A. Most bosses are women. B. Monkeys are kept as pets. C. Skipping school is a jailable offence. D. Most citizens are... Triangle. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not that one then. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to hide an answer and let me have a squeeze? Most citizens are trilingual, so they speak not not just more than one language, but at least two other languages, so they can speak at least three. Um, 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 I can't remember what B was, but I'm thinking it was B when you said it. Uh, most monkeys are kept, kept as, as pets. Kept as pets, yeah. You're wrong. Wrong. <laughs> Dang it. Meep, meep. It's most bosses are women. There you go. Yeah. What a forward-thinking nation. Hmm. <laughs> With 53% of the country's bosses uh, female. There you are. Mm-hmm. Okie dokie. Is that mm. our final trivia question? Yep. Just in time for us to open up the Kinder Surprise. Now, you've gone with a uh, pink Kinder Surprise this week, Max. Yeah. Well played. <laughs> what is inside? We'll see if it's another um, Natoon one, which we've been getting quite a lot of. But uh, you never know, it might be a different creature on the inside. Ooh. Oh. Two pieces. Two pieces together. Looks a little bit butterfly with a 
purple clip. Is that a like a headband sort of thing? Hair clip? Uh, looks like a, a hair clip, yeah. Yeah, hair clip with a little pink butterfly. Mm-hmm. Perfect. You'll be able to keep your fringe out of your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it comes with extra... There, we, we need to empty the little capsule out prior to piecing it together. It's another... Um, <laughs> make sure you read the instructions first. So before you clip the butterfly on, it's got extendable pink... Are they paper or...? Uh, they're like fabric. Fabric wings. Yeah. There you go. You look even more gorgeous now. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the end of our Coconut Ice edition of Afternoon Delight. And as always, if you've got suggestions for uh, things you'd like on the show or any feedback and the like, you can jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page or uh, send an email to lolly at ocrfm.org.au. We'll catch you next week for our final pink episode. Sticks and stones together makes the sparks ignite And the thought of loving you is getting so exciting Sky rockets in flight Afternoon delight